I think we're getting into a weird area here. Take me back and hold me. For those unfamiliar with modern stereo terminology, a turntable is a mechanical device. Hey, 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 hey. You picked a flower before it was Someday we could be dignified old... Man, the tape recorder is sticking out. podcast for anyone who was ever too poor to buy top ramen so you had to settle for bottom ramen instead it's more lost time and this is an all canadian installment and so i've got vintage canadian power pop from the bureaucrats and garage rock from the ferraris of canada and the 409s this sort of mysterious record by the dundas and lots of other stuff in the background here from 1963 uh, in Montreal, this was uh, Bob and the Messengers. You know, I was once a starving student in Connecticut, talking on the phone with my mother, probably one of the three times I ever did that in the 12 years I went to college. I remember I said to her, Mom, I'm so poor, I have to eat bottom ramen. And she said, oh, that's too bad. What I can eat now is great barbecue. That's one of my favorite things. It's always exciting to try a new barbecue place, but I just tried this place that was super disappointing. First of all, what kind of barbecue place won't let you combo ribs and brisket? That there's no way to do that on their menu. In order to try both their ribs and their brisket, they made me buy this sampler platter that included all this uh, chicken and other stuff that I didn't want. Then I decided to try their house barbecue sauce. And do you know what? Not only do I think that their house barbecue sauce had a fruit base, I think the fruit was raisins. Who the hell puts raisins in barbecue sauce? And if that's not enough, I'm pretty sure they tried to put a signature spin on their macaroni and cheese by adding a dash of their house barbecue sauce to the mix, which, if my palate doesn't lie, means raisins in the mac and cheese. This is all sick. I'd rather eat the bottom ramen. Back to which, top ramen was available in three flavors, if you remember, or maybe you had it last night. Uh, beef, chicken, and oriental. Now, the liberal in me wants to tap my foot and ask exactly what flavor is an oriental, but honestly, you know, when you see that label, you know you have a vague sense of what that's going to taste like. Because, um, you know, that's that's icon- an iconic cuisine can be named for the uh, for its region of origin, right? Italian-flavored, you know what to expect. Mexican-flavored, you know what that's going to be. Um, Canadian-flavored, what would you do with that? You don't know. You don't know what that's going to be. So you don't think of a particular flavor. But how about sounds? Well, we'll see what we have here. Let's start with two singles from 1980. The first from Ottawa, 
by the bureaucrats, fronted by two brothers, Gaz and Mitch Sidwell. I, I genuinely like the way this record sounds exactly like the Romantics, where it starts out before it really smoothly kind of starts to sound exactly like the jam. So not terribly original, but really great from 1980. It's the bureaucrats with Feel the Pain. Oh, 
from 1980, that second single from Toronto featuring Mo Berg, whose band then was Modern Minds, the tune was Teresa's World. Uh, eventually, Mo Berg got a lot of attention with uh, The Pursuit of Happiness in 1986. You may remember there was a big single called I'm an Adult Now that got some airplay in the U.S., uh, never charted in the U.S., but got good press, sold about 100,000 in Canada, and they toured arenas um, all over the world. Um, I'm a big fan of two or th- two of the three songs on that Modern Minds single. To be honest, one of them's kind of lame. Uh, but that one, Teresa's World, is great. All right, what I want to do now is play both sides of this 145 that I wish I could tell you more about. It's actually kind of a mystery record. If you happen to know more about this, um, please uh, share it. I found this one through the Museum of Canadian Music online, uh, which is the, uh, the website archive of the National Museum of Music in Calgary, Alberta. I occasionally use that site to check um, different facts about rare records, values, uh, changes in multiple editions, that sort of stuff. But like any good archive site, it's fun to just browse around and discover things. And I was really wowed by this 45 from an act from Dundas, Ontario, called Dundas. And the first thing you'll notice is that these two cuts sound exactly like Winnipeg's own Neil Young. In fact, the second cut lifts pretty heavily from Like a Hurricane. But for me, the more interesting thing is how the sort of retro sound of the, of the single. It sounds like it's from a lot earlier than it is. So here we go. According to the date on, on its uh, label, this is from 1979. This is Dundas with Bloodshot in Your Eyes. Shot in your eyes 
1979, that's the flip side of a 45 from Dundas called Can't You Hear Me? And I can't help but wonder if this is one of those records that you hear about every now and then where somebody thought the possibility of initially fooling people into thinking that this is a a sort of a small one-off by a superstar might eventually bring them some attention for um, tricking people. You know, there was bunch of acts that tried to make lost beetle records that way uh, maybe the hope was that can't you hear me would be interpreted as uh like an early composition that became like a hurricane or maybe i'm thinking about this way too hard and need a break and that means this is a perfect time to hear from our sponsor freedom freedom from this upside world Get your motor running. The band doing the backing music on that commercial is uh, Canada's own Guess Who. So I'd say back to the music, but it's not like we ever really left it. Right? Okay. It's hard to beat these next two records. Uh, The Ferraris of Canada are a special interest to me because while they're originally from Nova Scotia, they eventually moved the band to Boston, which is my neck of the woods, for a few years. Uh, one weird thing that kind of bugs me uh, because I don't understand it or it's just plain wrong is that in many places they spelled their name with an apostrophe S, you know, Ferraris of Canada. Uh, they were fronted by the Martinelli brothers, Ralph and George, who eventually made uh, country music uh, and won awards for doing it. But this early one is pop of the best kind. So from 1964, it's the Ferraris of Canada with All I Ever Want Is Girls.
Montreal. That's the 409s with They Say. I love the intro of that when the organ just kind of throbs in and immediately sort of you feel assured that the next few minutes of rock are not going to waste your time. You'll find this song listed on the internet and in books um, titled They Said because I think when it was included on a compilation record called Nightmares from the Underworld Volume 2 from, I think, the 80s, it was mistitled. But if you track down the original single, it's called They Say. This is clearly highly important stuff. Um, So I'll change gears. Uh, Does the name Edward Bear ring a bell for you? Do you know Edward Bear? Uh, If you don't, here's a few bars of this hit from 1972. You know that one. This was their number three single from that January. It's called Last Song. For better or worse, you know that one. Edward Bear made four LPs, and Last Song was on their third after taking a couple of years off, presumably to reinvent themselves, uh, because their first two LPs are very different from that kind of stuff. Um, every now and then you run into a band that clearly just loves to play and record and perform. Um, meaning that I think working as a high-profile artist um, is more seems more important to them than maybe the art itself. Uh, the Police are the first band I always think of like that. It doesn't matter when uh, bands like The Police had come along. Whatever music was hot, they would have figured out a way to break through doing that kind of music. Um, Edward Bear were less successful, but I think a similar situation was with them. Uh, you know, they started out doing a particular kind of music that didn't hit. So they reinvented themselves and then they had a hit with that last song tune. Anyway, there are moments on their first two records that I think are a little more my taste. And so I want to play this one from their second record, Eclipse from uh, 1970. This is Chris's song.
1970 that's edward bear um, that's uh what do you think of that that's uh oh canada that's more lost time number 59 in the background now is 90s guitar rock from huevos rancheros this more lost time was researched and produced with help from jay kumar host of the completely conspicuous podcast you can find it by googling completely conspicuous 
Also, special thanks for this one. Go to the amazing Garage Hangover website for info about the Ferraris of Canada and my long-lost research partner, Dirk Larson, a legendary raconteur, a surfer, and a great Canadian who introduced me to Brent Cooper of the Huevos Rancheros way back when uh, the kids in the hall were still on the air. This show was engineered by Alberta and Regina Saskatoon with production assistance by Tony Nominee. Our email address is morelosttime at gmail.com and tweets can be seen at morelosttime. Connect with us. Let us know who you'd want to hear on this program. Uh, Subscribe to us at iTunes. Tell a friend. And no matter how much you listen, this is More Lost Time. Now, now, the Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams on several occasions.